Hi everyone and welcome to this series of interviews giving you an insider's look at today's problematic with media news. My name is Fabiana and I will lead you through today's podcast. I want to bring to light some of the issues going on with fake news in social media and the reliability of public news on television nowadays. I'm really happy to have two personal opinions today, so we can hear their arguments for further explanations. All right, let's get into today's conversation. Hello everyone and welcome. For the past decades, television has been the undisputed leading source of news. In recent years though, a new medium for sourcing news has started to catch up and even surpass television, in this case, the internet. Even in 2013, statistics from the UK's Office for National Statistics already show that 55% for the first time ever access news on the web. Social media plays a vital role as well. Social media as a news source is the use of online social media platforms rather than more traditional media platforms to obtain news. Just as television turned a nation of people who listen to media content into watches of media content in the 1950s to 1980s, the emergence of social media has created a nation of media content creators. According to the Pew Research Center, 72% of American adults in 2019 used at least one social media site. More mainstream sources of news such as newspapers and TV aren't gone yet, of course, but the internet is growing as a preferred source. Search engines play a vital role in sourcing news on the internet. So, if a person wants to see different perspectives on a particular news event, they would usually turn the search engine for other sources. You can feel the role played by social media in the recent years. Facebook, for example, was at the center of the fake news issues. And earlier, Twitter and YouTube have given rise to citizen journalism and even became a catalyst for social and political change, such as the Arab Spring or the Black Lives Matter movement and so on. But why is this development so crucial? Fews have replaced news. So sometimes crime shows, supernatural occurrences and the real life happenings are more believable. Today, TV news are entertainment. In this regard, I have um, two guests today, which are going to answer some questions um, which are prepared for this podcast. And we will just discuss a little bit about the topic and try to understand the problematic of social media and news today. So here we have our first guest. Hi, Stefania. Hi. Um, just introduce yourself so our viewers know who you are and what you are doing. Yes. So my name is Stefania, as you already said. I'm 24 and I come from Bari, south of Italy capital city of Apulia. I just graduated last month in mediation and translation. Yeah, interesting. And Stefania, so you also know, is my cousin from Italy. And um, I just choose her because she has already known some things about this topic. And now we will just go on with the questions. So Stefania, how often do you use social media for news actually? 
Well, talking about uh, social media, um, I'm just trying to detox myself from the abuse of this kind of social communities. Mm -hmm. In fact, no long ago, I deleted my Instagram account because I couldn't deal with narcissism, vanity, you know, falseness Mm -hmm. that crowds these social medias. Yes. It's understandable. It's, I think, a problem that every one of us has nowadays with all these social media. And um, which platforms do you use more often if you use social media for news? I actually use only Facebook as social media, but not to search for news. I just use it as a way to keep the contact with friends or far away or to share my ideals um, or some music context, you know. Mm-hmm. But if I need to search for any news, first I check some official newspapers, online pages, or I just follow the newscasts on, on TV. But I also follow some official newspaper pages on Facebook just to be, you know, updated in my free time. Okay, and which platforms on the internet with this um social media news do you look up are you just looking at the guardian or which are your sources if you look in the internet for news in this case well if i have to um, to make references to english newcasts i i follow the guardian Mm -hmm. but um Speaking about Italy, I follow Corriere della Sera mm-hmm. or Il Messaggero mm-hmm. or a local newspaper. Yeah, the most common ones, just as we have to do in the university with The Guardian. <laughs> yes. Um, are you a kind of generation pro news viewer or do you also look at um, a TG1, for example, which is um, the news reporter of the um, Italian television or I don't know do you actually read newspaper well in my opinion it's a pity that people just don't appreciate newspapers anymore Mm -hmm. I have to admit that I still love the feeling of having you know fresh paper in my hands so sometimes I still buy newspapers if I if I'm interested in Mm -hmm. something yeah but I follow online newscasts way more than Mm -hmm. reading newspaper but I also care about you know deforestation process so I think it's kind of it's important to have the possibility to check newscasts online or to have newspaper pages online okay and are these newscasts that you check online um, do you have to pay for them or are they free well some of them are free mm-hmm. for example Corriere della Sera mm-hmm. or Sole a Mezzogiorno or The Guardian mm-hmm. uh, but others are of course you have to pay for them and since I am a student I don't have a lot of money <laughs> I don't pay for them yeah. and I prefer you know free pages yeah yeah it's totally understandable I have the same problem as you because actually there there's so a great range of of news sources in the internet that you can just access that you don't actually know which one is the best one and you just have your favorite just look like you have the Corriere de la Sierra or something like that. Um, How do you feel about this behaviors of social media towards news? What do you think 
um, what could be the effect of this behavior? Just at looking at news in the in the internet and not having that much attention on TV news or just that problem with fake news. What future well, prediction could you make? I don't know. Yeah, the most common evidence that we have is the fake news problem mm. phenomena. In fact, um, a lot of uh, social media such as also Instagram or Facebook are full of fake news. Mm. The problem of fake news sharing could be um, could be solved, but uh, you know people should care more for this. Mm. Um, the publishing business should do something for this. But nowadays, most everyone who is able to use a computer can create a fake um, fake website and yeah. as a consequence also fake articles. Yeah, But um, there's a thin line that connects, you know, freedom of expression, fake news and money. Mm. And social media are full of ignorant people who would believe anything they read <laughs> yeah, yeah. but we can't stop them letting letting us express what mm. they think and I think that the solution is stricter rules mm. for, um, for you know this publishing system sometimes um, something should be certified before mm. it gets published that's the solution not everyone should be able to publish not to express it themselves but to publish Yeah, That's, it's a bit, little bit different. Yeah, but uh, you know, um, people seem just to care less and less about it. So if the politics don't do anything to to prevent this phenomena, I think it will spread more and more, since money is the focus for everyone's life. And of course, more people, the more people read fake news, the more money the publisher gets. That's the problem. Yeah, that's so true what you're saying. Because, I don't know, I just... I'm just talking about my own experiences, you know, how our... Well, it's all about also education. I think that we have a lot of persons that are not educated enough. So they don't really know where to look up for news. And they just believe everything they see online. So that's... For me, this is unbelievable because they look at something and they just believe that tomorrow there will be just like the apocalypse of material will just um, come into our world and destroy everything and every and everyone is just in panic and something like that. Or just some kind of theories that they, conspiracies and something like that, that is just so unbelievable. And I think that one crucial point of that is just also the education of the person. I don't know. We also, we also have to say that this phenomena is um, more spread in for, in the adults because you know they are not as used as us in for technology yeah. and so they they have to um, believe everything they read they think that uh, it's like a newspaper so they can trust yeah. uh, what they read but actually it's not the same yeah well i think they have there has to be also just like a I don't know, an information for these person that do not know how to search for good news online just to to make sure that they have good founded information, I think. I totally agree. Yeah, yeah. Then I thank you very much, my dear, for this 
beautiful interview. You're welcome. Thank you for the opportunity to speak. No problem. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. As we've heard in the interview with Stefania, the main point was also that there has to be some kind of control or education in this case with um, social media and news information. So there has to be also a great influence from our politicians nowadays to prevent these problems with social media. Now we will just go and see if we can connect with our next guest and see what she has to say. Hi, Rafa. Just introduce yourself so everyone knows who you are and what you are doing. Okay, so uh, hi, my name is Rafa Ilya. Uh, I'm 22 years old and I live in a, a little village near Augsburg together with my parents and my sister. And um, yeah, at the moment, uh, my everyday life just consists uh, yeah, of sitting in front of the laptop and doing my online courses for university because yeah, at the moment you cannot do something else uh, instead of sitting at home <laughs> or doing grocery shopping. <laughs> That's it. Um, yeah, I, as, I, as I mentioned, I'm a student. I started in the winter semester 2017 for the teaching profession at secondary schools here in Germany by learning more about the subject history in German, but uh, later I decided to uh, deselect German because I found it a bit boring. And <laughs> now uh, I have a focus on English. And uh, besides university, I'm also working um, at a grocery store to earn a bit of money and to create like a little contrast to those, to this monotone laptop university thing. Yeah, you're right. Uh, yeah, and yeah, in general, University uh, consists not only of um, yeah sitting in front of laptops, so that everyday thing just misses in my life. I have to mm. say, but um, yeah, we are all affected by the virus and the new rules, and we have just to live with it. But I have to admit that my time on the laptop and especially on my phone <laughs> <laughs> has like increased enormously. And but but what you want to do if you're at home the whole day? Um, yeah, that's and in my opinion, the everyday life is like so shut down to its minimum at the moment, and mm. most of the population, I think, is searching the contact to yeah. the friends and family through the cell phones. Mm. And yeah, I totally understand it because, like, I'm personally <laughs> affected of that. Yeah, I think that's the problem that we are all going through. It's just a little yeah. bit difficult to stay updated and something like that but just a question if you're saying that you are always on your phone and on your laptop um how often do you use social media for news in this case um well i use the apps mm -hmm. um to check like uh what's happening around me and around the world for example i use i don't know if you know the world app mm -hmm. um or like the target show app mm -hmm. um I like the contributions a lot, especially Tagesschau. Uh, it's very important for me at the moment mm -hmm. while uh, this pandemic rages because they are showing like the press conferences every time on point yeah. so that you don't miss everything uh, about lockdowns and the new rules. Mm -hmm. But um, I think especially we um, from Augsburg, like we know the Augsburg Allgemeine, mm -hmm. 
um, that downloaded or the thing I also downloaded on my uh, on my cell phone to know what ha- what's happening in my hometown. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think a lot of people um, know Facebook just to post things and share photos with mm-hmm. uh, friends, but. I have to say that I liked a lot of um, newspaper sources on Facebook. So mm-hmm. there you will, you can not only entertain yourself, but you can also learn a few things about the news. So there is another another source where you can like stay updated about the news. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, and that's the only thing I use too. Okay, that's interesting because Stefania, the first interview that I had, um, she just said that she uses Facebook just to stay in contact with her friends and they are also just like news um, but for the official news pages but there are also persons that search for real news on Facebook just like fake news and all these things you know so it's really interesting that a lot of persons just use Facebook also for news that's new for me because I don't use Facebook just as a news tool except with that I don't have Facebook so I think that's the one main point because I don't make it but it's interesting um Rafa are you a kind of generation pro news viewer or do you also look at the target show on TV or do you actually also read newspaper I have to say that uh, I am like a mixture of both. Mm-hmm. To be honest, um, like I like to watch the news on television too. Um, but I think it's especially um, a thing my dad influences because he's like one of these old-fashioned persons mm-hmm. <laughs> who comes from work and turns the television on to hear the news. Otherwise, he will not be informed, he yeah. says. But <laughs> um, I think that's the aspect that... Um, It turns me personally um, to this one television news person, mm-hmm. but um, just to be honest, like I, most of the time I get the news from my smartphone. Yeah. And, and newspapers, the printed version, I have to. Well, last time I read a newspaper was like years ago, I think. <laughs> Okay, and um, just a side question, how do you feel about these new behaviors of social media and news? Because what do you think could be the effects of these people that look social media online, for example, on Instagram, and there are a lot of fake news nowadays, unfortunately, and what future prediction could you make? And could there be some kind of, I don't know, development positively what could we do so that the people are not affected from these fake news problem because a lot of people we discussed with Stefania that it could be also a matter of education because a lot of people are not educated enough and they just believe everything so what could your suggestions be that we could just do something better for this issue Mm-hmm. So yeah, like you said, fake news um, is like a big problem in the online world. But in general, I think the fake news can arise faster in the internet than mm-hmm. on the printed newspaper. So mm-hmm. that's clear. But since the newspaper is like viewed as an old-fashioned thing at the moment, mm-hmm. and I don't think that it will have a comeback very soon, mm-hmm. people have to learn how to read the news online. So people shouldn't believe everything they read. They mm-hmm. should be able like to select critically, in my opinion, and decide for themselves which kind of news source they want to trust. Yeah. 
and the amount of news sources is also like an important aspect you should keep in mind. So mm -hmm. the risk to be confronted with fake news um, is bigger while trusting only one source. Mm -hmm than to concern with more than only one. So um, I think the way we or the most of our young generation is doing it so that we like read the BBC News, read the, 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 the Tagesschau, the Augsburger Allgemeine, so that you have a lot of sources you're looking at. Mm -hmm. I think that's a good way to trust and to um, to be not confronted with fake news. Yeah. Yeah, and that's just the final point that I also had with Stefania in the first interview, because we then actually said there should be some kind of, I don't know, clarification for people that do not know how to search for news, so that they have some kind of course or information how to search good news and how to stay updated in the searching kind of way and in the right way. So mm -hmm. actually our minds are kind of connected. <laughs> yeah, yeah. so I think it's, it's just like a normal human thinking because mm -hmm. um, you cannot only trust one, one source, so that's like a bit, uh, of ridi a bit, a bit ridiculous in my mm -hmm. opinion. Yeah, that's it. Because, that's it. I, because I can tell you something else, but if you are up to date also, then we have two sources that are like relevant mm -hmm. and you cannot only trust the one person. It's just like everyday life. Yeah, that's it. Okay, then I thank you very much, Rafa, for this beautiful interview. Thank you, too. Yeah, thank you. And let's hear from us. Bye. Bye. As a conclusion to that, the Internet has allowed us to multiply our news sources and access them more conveniently. While internet-based news still exists alongside more mainstream sources such as television and newspapers, the demand for internet-based news grows stronger than the others. Both publishers and advertisers should discover different ways to incorporate internet-based content into their strategies to be able to take advantage of this growing opportunity. With this said, I thank you for today's attention and I hope you liked today's episode about the problem with social media and news. I really wish you all, despite the current difficult restrictions, a beautiful and happy Christmas and may the new year bring to us beautiful moments to share all together with our loved ones. Thank you. Bye! <laughs>